And we're live. Good morning and welcome to the Pete Braley Show. This is show number 108. I'm Pete Braley along with my son who is the uh, executive producer, show creator, and fan of the number one New England Patriots now, my son Matt. It's a good weekend. You know, the Patri- Patriots are in first place. The Dolphins yeah. aren't in last place. Right. They they actually won. Yeah. It's looking good. And I got a hat. I'll tell you that story in a minute. Uh, welcome. We have a great show planned today. Our goal is to simply start your day off on a positive note. So if you enjoy what we do, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. And we're also available, of course, on YouTube every morning, but on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, birthday or anniversary shout outs to anyone if you'd like at 774-473-9910. And don't forget, we now have merch available. We have Make It A Great Day t-shirts and hoodies and mugs. You'll find the link down below. Coming up today, the cost of Thanksgiving dinner is on the rise again. Am I the a-hole? Another person turns to the internet for advice. Somebody painted Mike is a cheater on a car. Problem was, it wasn't Mike's car that they painted. Our random question is about Christmas music, and we will review the football picks as well. So I hope you had a good weekend. I actually had a, a night out with a buddy this weekend. That was cool. And I, I'm so glad I went, too, because when he first called me and said, uh, Hey, what are you doing Saturday night? I was like, mm-hmm. Laying on the couch like every Saturday night. <laughs> Just kidding. My friend Jim, who I've known, I was trying to think this morning. It's at least 30 years, if not longer. That we work together in radio, and my friend Jim Marshall has uh, tickets to the Providence Bruins. So he called me up and asked if I wanted to go Saturday night. And then he said, it's hat night, too. So that that was what, what got you. You were like, I'll go anywhere for a free hat. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to admit, he was funny when he showed up. It was like a, oh, freak, yeah. it was like a freaking Seinfeld well, skit. Well, because I walked downstairs at like 525 or whatever. Right. And I was like, hey, I thought you were getting picked up at 530. You were yeah. like, I am. I yeah, was something like, like 530. He was just laying on the couch. I was like, are you ready? And you were like, yeah, I just got to get up, you know, put my vest on. put my coat on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well. I mean, he's pulling up, and I at the, I saw him pulling up. I was like, you might want to get up now. And he gets up, and he walks in, and he goes, what are you doing, guy? It's hat night. It's hat night. I'm not waiting for you. Let's go. It's, it's hat, hat night. night. Yeah. Because if you don't know, they only have so many hats that they give out. You got to get there early. It's usually like for the first, what, thousand or whatever fans? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So all the way there, it's like, it's hat night. He's, he's you know, turn, uh, passing people on the highway going, <laughs> it's hat night. Get Bat- out of my way. Batman turns. It's hat night. And then, of course, you know, going to the Dunkin' Donuts Center, when you get off the highway, there's a little bit of traffic, there right? Is, yeah. And we're stuck there, and he's like, it's hot night! <laughs> so he, he parked the car. They started sprinting. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, for, we got... And then, of course, if you don't know the Providence Bruins, they're just like the Boston Bruins. Their colors are... I didn't know if we were going to get a black hat, mm. a white hat, a yellow hat doesn't go with everything. That's true. But what I did say, because you said that before you left, and I was like, you're a fan of the Miami Dolphins. Everything you own doesn't match with anything. So, <laughs> But I do have a black dolphin hat, you know, so that yeah, kind of I guess, I guess. Do I you guess. have the picture of I me, do. We, me and Uncle Jim? Me and Trish were sitting at home, and, and we got this picture here. They got their hats. They were all excited. They didn't, they didn't even care about They left after they took this picture. They didn't even stay for the game. Oh, no, no. Then it was time for the hot dogs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the other reason you went, the food. And I got my soft pretzel. That, but, that's what's important. But you were right. 
I should have gotten it when I got my see because I Jim goes quite a bit. Yeah. So he has a routine where he gets his popcorn between the second and third periods. Okay. So that's when I went to get my pretzel and they had two left. I have so many memories of being at sports games, I maybe concerts, but mainly sports games. And all you want is a pretzel towards the end of the game. The, they the sell out. Pretzels? They sell out first. I yeah. swear. Yeah. yeah, I have so many memories of being told that they don't have any soft pretzels left. And it just ruined my night. How do you recover from that? Yeah, you know, yep. you, you can't go. Oh, okay, I guess I, I guess I'll just get some fried dough. Like no, no, you don't want no. fried dough. And even popcorn's like a step down. Yeah, you know? it's well, like, popcorn to me is a movie thing. But don't yeah. tell don't tell Uncle Jim that. I, I guess, guess not. Yeah. yeah. So I got my hat. Come there on. we go. Welcome to Monday. <sighs> We don't do Mondays, mm. but we're here. We had to do this Monday. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all we're doing, though. Thanksgiving break starts tomorrow. That's so, right. Yeah. Yippee! So this is the last show before the break. Three days until Thanksgiving, 28 days until Matt's birthday, hey. 33 days until Christmas, 40 days until the New Year, 84 days until the Super Bowl, and 85 days until you say, why can't they play that game on Saturday? Usually you wake up on the Monday and it's... Uh, there's only one uh, national day today, and it's National Cranberry Relish Day. And I'm going to take a hard pass. I mean, I that like just, that. Just annoys me. I like cranberry sauce. You don't, right? No, no. I like cranberry sauce, but I don't like rel. I don't like relish. Cranberry juice is all right. Cranberry juice. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes relish. Um, <laughs> I refuse to admit that people like relish. But that's why take something that's so bad and liked by so few and make it worse. Oh, cranberries? No, relish. Oh, relish. It's liked by so few. Yeah. And then they're like, how do we make it worse? (laughs) Our goal is to make it so no one likes it, not just that random Joe Schmo at the the ball game. We are just miles away from the ocean spray cranberry plant, Mm -hmm. and and you're just knocking cranberries, huh? Cranberry relish? Okay, yeah. I don't think it was their say down at the down Pro- at the cranberry. Probably plant. not. Yeah. No. Cranberry juice you're okay with. Yeah. Right. On the date book today on this day in 1934, Santa Claus is coming to town was first heard on the on Eddie Cantor's show. On this day in 1957, Simon and Garfunkel appeared on American Bandstand, but they were known as Tom and Jerry back then. The Boston Patriots entered the AFL on this day in 1959. So, yay. Of course, the uh, major event on this day was in 1963 when President John F. Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald in Dallas. Later that day, Lyndon Johnson sworn in as the 36th president. On this day in 1967, the BBC officially banned I Am the Walrus by the Beatles. I looked it up. The song was banned by the BBC for the use of the word knickers in the line that says, You've been a naughty girl. You've let your knickers down. The BBC said, nope, not going to let that play. On this day in 1968, we had the first interracial TV kiss. That was on Star Trek between Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Ohura. On this day in 1968, the Beatles released the White Album. Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood presented a sweater to the Smithsonian. On this day in 1984, And on this day in 1995, Toy Story, the first feature-length film created completely using computer-generated imagery, was released. So Toy Story 1, released on this day in 95. Celebrity birthdays, uh, Billie Jean King, 78 today, the tennis great. 
Actress Jamie Lee Curtis is 63. Former Patriots star Steve Diossi, 59. Tennis great Boris Becker, 54. Mark Ruffalo from the Hulk movies, 54. And Scarlett Johansson, 37 today. Uh, we're going to try to keep you updated throughout the Christmas season on Christmas shows. And believe it or not, before Thanksgiving, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is on CBS tonight at 8 o'clock. Yeah. I don't think they've ever run it that, uh, that early. And Friday night, Santa Claus is Coming to Town is on ABC at 8. Frosty the Snowman is on CBS at 8. And Frosty Returns, which I never really liked. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I like the original. Frosty Returns was at 8, it's at uh, 8.30 on CBS. This is really bugging you this year, though, about everything starting early, huh? I know. I, I, everything really seems to be much earlier Well, Trish, Trish had Christmas music on in the car yesterday, and you were like, what? What? Already? Yeah. What are we doing? Well, I can remember one time we made a trip down to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to find Christmas stations that were playing music. And she was like, not till after Thanksgiving. Remember? Yeah, I, got, I don't know. I guess you guys flip-flopped. I don't she really was know. on that kick at one time. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. She's in, she's in a big... Uh, she, now, she's not decorating. She's not going that far. Like not the, yet. The tree's not up. Uh, but, but yeah, now she's enjoying some Christmas music. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. Well, to you there is, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the chats this morning? What's going on? Uh, let's see. Abby's here. Good morning, Abby. Good morning, Abby. Gary's back. He says, uh, watching you from Daytona Beach as I head back to reality tomorrow. Wow. But then it's Thanksgiving break, right? You know? Yeah, so, you do have that. Yeah. Uh, Gail said, good morning from Virginia Beach. Good morning. I was looking for you, by the way, at the uh, Prominence Bruins game, Kerry, because I knew you're a P. Bruins fan. Ah. I didn't see him. Uh, let's see. Dana's here. Uh, he says, three days till one of the best days of the year. Dana <laughs> loves his Thanksgiving, man. Yep. Uh, I mean, not to knock Thanksgiving. No. But I'll still argue that Christmas is the best. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, Dane said the baby bees. That's what you got on your hat. Yep, baby ba- bees. The baby bees. Uh, let's see. Gary said, Pete, you head to the pea bruins the one time I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dana says, nothing like a good soft pretzel. It's it's one of those snacks that's so perfect because you only have it at those events. Right. You know? Right. So I, I just love it. I love it so much. Uh, Abby says, you know, cranberry relish. Uh, why does it have its own day? I know. Because I don't think it, it deserves it. See, here's here. the thing about these things is their fan club is so small, but they're so passionate, you know? So they were like, definitely. They were like, we'll get more people on board if we have a day. Turns out you have less people on board. Yes. Because I didn't know it existed, but now <laughs> I'm on the other team. Now that I know it exists. Justin Sear, good morning, Justin. Hello. Good morning, Diane. Uh, let's see. Abby said, Dana, I'm envisioning how amazing your Thanksgiving is. That's true. Dana, true. we need, we need pictures yeah. and, and maybe videos, uh, taste tests and, um, <laughs> well, a dinner for us, basically. But yeah, back to you. Uh, I I wrote a blog yesterday. My Sunday column was about something Diane told me. And I don't know if everyone had a chance to see that column or not. But I got a message from Diane Friday. And uh, she, let me just read it to you. She says, so I was at the Dollar Tree and the very nice checkout clerk was saying, have a great day to all the customers. So she and I had a great conversation about make it a great day. She's going to go on YouTube and check out the show. If you're here this morning, welcome. Meanwhile, a sweet elderly lady behind me asked, Pete Braley, I thought he had died. I assured her that you were very much alive and enjoying your life with your children, grandchildren, and wife. I asked her if she knew you from church or the community, and she replied, no, just from his radio show. I'm so happy to hear he didn't die because he was always pleasant and cheerful on WBSM. 
I'm so happy to hear that he's enjoying his life. It's the best news I've gotten in a long time. I told her about your book, and she's going to ask her grandson how to order one, which you thought was cute. And uh, she says, I also told her that I'll be sure to tell him that a fan was grateful to know that you were still among the living. Talk about a feel-good Friday story. I'm just picturing Pete Bradley. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> and then I, That's funny, though. I love that story. I, I got to admit, when I read it, I was like, what? Wait, hello? I, I, am I? Wait a second. No, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. 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 Still ticking. I, I mean, it is, it is funny how, like, if you're not online yeah well, in the, you know or that's in, what i wrote in the blog i yeah. was like hey you know i we do the show on youtube and i and i post a lot on all the socials but i discovered that a lot of the elderly they don't do computers but not even that just like in everyday life like if you're not posting on the internet or or on some form of media and in, in front of someone's face you're dead. You don't exist. You don't exist. Don't that's exist. what. That's what's sad. Yeah. That's. That's why you can't. You can't just go away and get. You know, find peace. No, because right. then you're nope. dead. Nope. Then you're dead. Must be. Yeah. Today's random question: What's an artist that you will listen to at Christmas time that you never listen to at any other time of the year? Okay, so you might have seen we talked about we were going to talk about Christmas music and uh, we promoted today's show about artists, but more so. What's an artist that you listen to at this time of year that you would never listen to at any? For me, I mean, I can think of many. Uh, one is Andy Williams. You know, it's the most wonderful time. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to Andy Williams any other time of the year. So think about it. You can let us know in the chats. If you're listening to this later in the day, you can always comment uh, on the YouTube page or uh, check us out. We'll put it on the socials later today. Football picks. Justin Herbert threw a 53-yard touchdown pass to Mike Williams with just about two minutes left, and the Chargers beat the Steelers, held them off 41-37. to in Very high-scoring game. Yeah. A couple of high-scoring games yesterday. But not the Cowboys game. We not the Cowboys, yeah. The Cowboys got spanked by the Chiefs. Yeah, Dak was my quarterback. He got me like two points or something like that. What did I say my quarterback got me? Like nine? nine I had Ryan Tannehill. In it's yesterday, Tannehill. yeah, they lost to the Texans. A lot, a lot of weird games yeah. yesterday. I think Tannehill got me nine point seven points. Yeah, really but, from your quarterback. But the Colts and Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, the running back, scored five touchdowns, wow. which uh, they pooped on the Bills. Yep, yeah, that is that is the pooped on game of the week. Uh, the Colts pooped on the Bills, uh, which helped us out greatly. We're gonna have to have that as a new feature. I the, think so. The pooped on game of the week. Yeah, but yeah, so, no, that would I did not expect that to happen, and that was that was clutch. Pat's in first place now. So we got last night wrong, right? Didn't we? Did we pick? No, we, yeah, we oh, both we picked, picked the charges. Yeah. Okay. Both of us. Yeah. So nine and five. We tied this week. We're tied. Yeah. So we you're... still got we still got the game tonight, but we both picked the Buccaneers. Yeah. Against the Giants. Sorry, Gary. Three and six Giants against the six and three Buccaneers. Yeah. Oh. So I'm still ahead by uh, two games. Two games on the on the year. All right. Yeah. Uh, we will still do our picks on Thanksgiving break. And do you trust us? We'll, we'll, we'll post them or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. In the news this morning, the average cost for a Thanksgiving feast is expected to jump by 14% this year thanks to inflation. Just a side note here. In all the years I've been doing shows either here or on the radio, I don't think I've ever had a Thanksgiving story where the price went down. <laughs> it always jumps. I mean, that's not really, yeah, I guess that's not really how things work. Yeah. yeah. The American Farm Bureau Federation said the average cost for Thanksgiving dinner for 10 people will be $53.31. In 2020, the price tag was 
One reason behind the spike is that turkeys are up roughly 24% over last year. They just, they know the days about them. So they're starting to demand more money. They're negotiating. I can't blame them. Their negotiating seals are getting better. So that's the biggest increase among all food items considered. By the way, Kat and Josh moved into their house uh, this weekend. Yes. And we went there yesterday for football Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we had a nice time. It was very it was, nice. It was nice to go there and not have to do work. I did I did have to do, I helped Josh with one thing. But one that's, thing. But other than that, I had nothing. It was great. We just sat, watched football. And at one point, I randomly had a paint roller in my hand. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't need this, Matt. Wow. Put it down. Put it down. Yeah. And at another point, we were all called to the windows to see the turkeys. Yeah. Wild turkeys roaming around there's the cushion. Like 10 of them, 12 of them. I don't know. But there's a ton of them. And I saw for the first time in my life, a turkey fly. Like, you know, every now and then, like, I thought they just kind of skimmed the ground. Right. But they flew. And then, of course, there's the WKRP in Cincinnati episode where the station runs a promotion where they toss turkeys out of a helicopter and they in a parking lot. And Les Nessman says that famous line, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. I didn't know that was a thing. That's, yeah, it was. That sounds really, like, messed up. It was one of the best episodes of that show. It sounds just... really... Was it a live turkey? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's terrible. That is an you awful, don't, awful You awful don't thing. see it. He's just doing play-by-play of that it. doesn't make it any better. I'll have to find the show. Anyways, the I'll have to find the show. I don't know why we went on that tangent, but the turkeys went up into a tree. I didn't know turkeys sat in trees. Yeah. Wow. Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's a funny show. That's not funny. The way they did it was funny. I don't think, I don't know why you're justifying this. In other news this morning, a group of state attorneys general are investigating Instagram and its effects on children and young adults. The investigation is led by a bipartisan coalition of attorneys general, which is the proper, it's not attorney generals, it's attorneys general. Thank you. From California, Florida, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Nebraska, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Vermont. It follows reports based on the company's own research that found that the company knew about the harm Instagram can cause teenagers, especially teen girls, when it comes to mental health and body image issues. Apple plans to launch fully self-driving cars as soon as 2025. The tech giant is said to be working on a vehicle that would not feature a steering wheel or pedals, and its interior would be designed around hands-off driving. The Apple car would also be integrated with Apple's other devices and services. I don't... Would you want to ride that? I mean... I, I would want the safeguard of being able to take over the wheel or hit the brakes, but this car's not even going to have those. I would hope that there's something. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what there would be, but I would hope that there's something. Some kind of override. It's got to be at least a brake. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Has to. Yeah. One of 13 remaining original copies of the U.S. Constitution sold for $43 million at auction last week. While 13 original copies of the Constitution remain, only two are available for private purchase. The rest belong to organizations like the Library of Congress or Princeton University. The new suicide prevention hotline in the U.S. will include a texting option, which I think is a great idea. The FCC recently voted to include the texting option for a new suicide hotline. You'll be able to text 988 
and it's set to go live next summer. Currently, the three-digit number is set up only to support calls, but starting July 16th, it will also support texts. CVS said they're going to close hundreds of stores over the next three years. The company said that it will close about 300 stores a year for the next three years. That's nearly a tenth of its roughly 10,000 locations. The closures come as CVS has been evaluating population changes, customer buying patterns, and future health needs to ensure it has the right kinds of stores in the right locations. A woman flying out of Miami International Airport was informed that she could not bring her jug of vodka through airport security. So instead of tossing it, she passed around the bottle to fellow passengers and they all slammed a few shots before they got on the plane. Just helping her out, you know. The video went viral on TikTok, of course, and shows passengers pounding a bottle of vodka before going through the airport security line. Comments on the video range from funny to angry and everything in between. One person commented, I can't believe they are allowing this kind of behavior at the airport. And someone else said, I'm disappointed I wasn't there to participate. Another person said, TSA rarely forced y'all to pregame or go home. It was also reported that uh, every member of that flight was uh, duct taped to their chair. Oh, for, yeah, probably for being unruly. Idea. Yeah. And somebody was apparently really upset that Mike had cheated on them. So upset that they didn't bother to check if the vehicle they vandalized to get back at Mike actually belonged to Mike. No one knows who Mike is, especially the owner of the red SUV that now has Mike is a cheater all across the door in black spray paint. The woman found the it's a woman's car. She found the graffiti on her SUV in the northeast part of Washington, D.C., though she swears she has never dated anyone named Mike or even knows anyone named Mike. The woman's insurance company and police are working with her to make things right again and to possibly track uh, track down the vandal. Just just a couple things. I mean, first off, how how do you not know, the, as the person doing the spray painting, right. how do you not know what his car looks like? True. Like, even yeah. if it's the same make and model, I don't know. People have things that make it their own car. You know, you can tell. Unless Maybe was, it wasn't that serious yeah. of a relationship. How, but also, I mean, second of all, Mike, just keep it in your pants, you know? <laughs> Mike, if, if Mike doesn't cheat, then then this lady doesn't go off spray painting. I mean, I'm not saying the spray painter is, uh, is innocent at right. all. But uh, this problem doesn't this poor, exist. This poor, innocent, innocent woman is just sitting there with, with Mike this is message. A yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, Tiger King 2 is back, and uh, this guy started watching it the other day. He came downstairs. I thought he was going to. I started watching it, too. Oh, did you? I, well, the, I, only, I reason, you the gonna... only reason I was annoyed was because we share the same Netflix now. Oh, right. And like when you watch it, it then says that I watched it. And so it just messes up my episode thing. Oh, so that, that was the only reason why I was kind of mad. A detective in Florida investigating the disappearance of Carol Baskin's former husband said that the Tiger King star has refused requests for interviews three times. The detective held a news conference to provide an update on the investigation into Don Lewis's disappearance. Don Lewis and Carol Baskin were married, and suddenly Don disappeared, right? And how would you, if, if someone has never seen the show, uh, Carol went on to remarry. She runs a place, uh, Big Cat Rescue yeah. in Tampa, I think it is. And there's been no mention of her husband. 
Mm-hmm. And the other character in Tiger King, Joe Exotic, uh, feels certain that she killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. She just, I, I mean, the biggest problem is she just doesn't really seem to care that he's gone. And this story, the case was reopened following the first Tiger King. The detective said he and his investigators have conducted 50 interviews and followed up on at least 200 leads. But he also said that Baskin refused their request to be interviewed three times. He said it's unusual for a spouse or relative to refuse cooperation when a family member goes missing. Think about that. I mean, the guy yeah. goes, wouldn't, wouldn't the wife want to know? The only thing I'd say is at this point, she's been kind of slandered so much on the internet that she's probably like, I'm not talking to anybody. Yeah. So that's probably why. But like, even in the beginning, you know, she really, it was just weird, her reaction to the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I will say that I started, I'm only two episodes into to the second I season am of too. Tiger King. I don't know if it gets better, but I will say they are really uh, grasping at straws. It is... <laughs> It is not that. I, I feel like they have no information, and they're like— They're really trying to make a second they're, season. They're huh? getting, like, Don's chauffeur from Costa Rica, and he's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I drove Don a couple times, and you're just sitting there like, okay, oh, all right, what's what's next? What but they put, have- like, some intense music behind it, <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, we're going to unlock something. And he's like, as far as I know, he was a good man. And you're like— Okay. Wasn't expecting that. Moving on. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't, I feel like they really have nothing, but they're like, we know that everyone that watched season one is going to have to watch season two. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if it gets better. It could, maybe. But as of right now, I'm not seeing anything cool. Um, Be honest now. Are you addicted to your phone? I came across a story this morning. It's a new poll. Examining how people deal with boredom. And it finds that uh, there are very few places Americans do not take out their smartphone. A majority of the respondents admit to scrolling through their phones during wedding ceremonies, during funerals, and even at work meetings. <clears throat> yeah, when you and I have a meeting, I'm always going to mind, right? Yeah. 99% of the respondents say they use their cell phone while watching TV. I do that. Do you? Uh, it depends. If I don't know if like if I'm watching a football game that I don't care much about. Okay. I'll do it in between plays, and then I'll like look up, watch the play, whatever. But if I'm like watching a show that I actually want to watch the show, I don't go on my phone. Yeah, you're gonna miss something. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't think I do either. During like you said, during a yeah, show. No. Football though. Oh, we forgot to mention this during football. This isn't <sighs> this isn't so much an addiction to a phone. This is. An addiction to... I was really hoping I could slide right by with Annoying them. the rest of us. But evidently not. So we're in a, we're in a rare instance. This happens uh, you know, a couple times a year where the Pats aren't playing at the time of the Dolphins. Right. right. Typically, they play at the same time. They do. Both being East Coast teams. A lot of the time, times but they both play at 1 o'clock. If they have the Sunday night game yeah. or the, in this case, Thursday night game. But in years past, if they weren't, if the Dolphins weren't on cable... You were kind of yeah. SOL, you know? Yep, I was. Uh, I had to watch whatever the cable gave me. But this year, we we spoiled ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, mainly for you, because you're the one that I feel like benefits the most from. And we got the Sunday ticket. Yep. And so we, he gets to watch the Dolphins game. Yep. We can choose any game we want yeah. to watch. So anytime the Pats aren't playing, he yep. gets the Dolphins game. And yesterday was one of those instances. Mm-hmm. The Pats played on Thursday night. So one we, o'clock, he had he could watch the entire Dolphins game. And you were able to pull it up over at Cat's house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, log and in. 
It's a close game. It's a good game. Seven, seven, I mean, well, seven, I'll seven, say it's a close game. I don't know if I'll say it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. he really no. It was just like both teams missing field goals. It was right, it was a very right. Dolphins Jets game, mm-hmm. but it was a close game nonetheless. You had a chance to win. Yep. This dude was asleep for probably seventy five percent of the game. Not that much. Yes. No. Not you that would much. Sleep. You were on the couch asleep, snoring. I was it, on it the would couch be like this. Huh? Oh, seven seven. Oh, cool. And we'd be like, Dad, you're snoring. What? what? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just tired. Oh, I'm tired. Well, what's the hockey oh, game? Oh, oh, we're, oh, we won. Hey. I went I'm to so the hockey game. I got to watch this game. The night before. Like, that was the whole game. Yeah. In my own defense, I was on a comfortable couch. Oh. And I had Cat's weighted blanket over me. Oh. So, I you know, just. You, you put yourself in that situation, though. You laid down on the couch and got a weighted blanket. What did you expect? Anyways. Anyway. That's Pete for you. So I didn't make it through the game without this coming up, the show without this coming up. I just remembered. Thanks for reminding me. So anyway, we're talking about cell phones. I don't know how that reminded me, but yeah. (laughs) Not every cell phone habit is a good one, it seems. 88% of people say they use their phones while walking on the sidewalk, and 73% do it while walking their dog. I don't do that with Charlie because, number one, he, no, you know, yeah. he does pull. you got to focus on yeah. that. 42% admit to staring at their phones while crossing the street. And a third use a smartphone while biking or skating. I don't have the coordination for that. Yeah. I've seen kids do that on the bike path. 44% have hurt themselves by falling or running into something while distracted. Only happened to me once. What are you doing walking with your phone now? I was mall walking at the time. Okay. Yeah. I was, it was winter. I was walking around a mall to get some exercise. And sure enough, I was reading a text or something and I almost walked into the wall. See, not even for that though. The mall that you walk around is, was built on an old golf course. It wasn't that mall. It was, wait, what mall were you at? When I used to work in Plymouth, there was a mall oh. on my way home. So I was, like, I, would I was like, what are you there. driving, like an hour to go walk in a mall? What Find you, me a mall. What are you doing? Yeah. Our, our, well, anyways, uh, that's still bad. Our mall in Dartmouth was built on a an old golf course, so yeah. it actually goes downhill. Yeah. And it's, it's, You'd think they would level it out, but yeah. No, yeah. they saved a quick buck. 60% of Americans admit to using their phone during a religious service. No, no, mm. no, no, no. Half have even pulled out their cell phone during someone's wedding. And another three in ten have started scrolling at a funeral or wake. Wow. That's just. I mean, is it, are, are we talking downtime? You know, maybe there was a lull in the action. Might have been. Or you're waiting when for you the go service to, when to you start. When you go to a funeral, you're waiting for the action, yeah. you know. I had my phone go off recently at a wake. I was so embarrassed. I heard Trish was very angry. Oh, she was very mad. Because, you know, I mean, as we as we got out of the car, it was, oh, got to mute my phone. And I swear Turn I muted Turn off it. your phone. That's what that's what I did. I That's what I didn't do. What I did well, was... see, what this I is, did this was is the I thing. It, I, I can trust myself to know how to silence a phone without having to turn it off. You and Trish could not trust yourselves to do that. And I, Trish doesn't. She shuts her... She shuts hers off. She cancels the phone plan, chucks it in the ocean. <laughs> like, she knows... When she goes into situations like that, she's like, I can't trust myself. She knows, yeah. I know how to put my phone on silent, and I swear I did that day, but I did not. he just admitted that he doesn't, though. No. Like, it just went off. I'm admitting. So that that would mean that you don't know how to put your phone on silent. I'm admitting that it did not that time. 
I either I forgot or I didn't get the button right or I okay, but anyway, so now now I turn it off. Yeah. I do. I'm surprised you brought that up. Well, you know, you've already thrown me under the bus about That's tapping. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, what, it's what everyone comes for. I, yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh the apps that people turn to the most during a moment of boredom surprises me because the number one app is TikTok, which is audio, right? I mean, you can't just you can't just, I mean, you can read the captions on a video on, on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, you have to listen to, don't you? Well, nowadays, some people are putting captions. The oh, captions okay. are never right, though. So that's, yeah, that's, that's what's confusing. So the apps that people turn to uh, when they're bored, TikTok, followed by Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, and Facebook. You know what's funny? All the Reddit stories we do on the show, I really don't go on Reddit. I don't either. I just use these uh, stories. I, I, uh, somehow I get an email from Reddit that they says, gotcha. hey, did you see this story? They got you on their email list. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. 90% of Americans regularly use their phone while on the toilet. Yeah, I'll admit to it. I'm, not, I'm no shame. I can say I don't. Wow. I don't. Three and four say they end up spending more time in the bathroom than they planned because something on their phone distracted them. Over half the poll admit that their legs and butt actually go numb (laughs) because they're sitting there too On rare occasions. On rare occasions. I will say, though, a lot of the times I'm I'm not even on social media. That's when I pay my bills. That's when I answer emails. Okay. Yeah. It's a convenient time. You know, you need that. You need that throughout the day. It's good productivity, people. So, uh, oh, and another one in three confessed that their phone notifications have distracted them while having, well, while being romantic. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I will say one problem I've been having uh, has nothing to do with that. So, I'm okay. s- sorry. Um, one problem I have, though, is like, I'm, I'll be like, oh, let me make a note of this in my notes app or something while I'm working. Right. And I'll go on my phone and I'll get like a notification about fantasy football. So I'll be like, oh, I got to check my lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Next thing, 20 minutes go by. I'm like, shit. You haven't made that's that why, note. That's why most of the time I try not to use my phone for those things because that always happens. Distraction. Go yeah. everywhere. Like, oh, let me put this in my calendar. Wait a second. Kylie Jenner is, I don't know, now a member of the Wiggles? What? what? I got to see this. I got to read that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What's going on in the chat this morning? Uh, Justin did say, hey, I take time to edit my caption, Matt. That's true. You, you do. But there's a lot of people that don't. And I've noticed I've that. noticed that on TikTok. You get a lot of weird. You need to yeah. be careful with it, though, because I noticed some people that don't edit their captions and just the auto generated captions give the whole video like a different meaning. Like, it's just <laughs> it's not what they're trying well, to say. Well, that went like, in a weird direction. I'm like, but if someone's trying to, you know, read this silently, they're mm-hmm. going to have no idea what you're talking about. So true. interesting. Uh, Dana wants to know if weighted blankets are, are, are comfortable. He said he's interested in getting one. Um, they are comfortable, but, uh, cat has the 10 pound blanket and I have the 15 mm-hmm. and I find with the 15 that sometimes it's a little, like if I roll over to sleep on my side, it's like, okay, I gotta bring the blanket with me. Yeah. You know, so maybe, maybe the lighter weight, but, uh, it just feels good because it's like you know you, you what are it's like you're snuggled. Cat Cat you know? called it a constant hug in the chat. Yes, she said she loves him. Yes, a constant hug. I you I stole cats for like five minutes yesterday. It was it was pretty nice. Mm. It was a little like if you have to get up, it's a little annoying because you're like okay, bench press. <laughs> uh, yeah, and making the bed in the morning that's kind of, you know okay, pull it over. 
Yeah, you do need to be physically fit. Which Pete, I'm not. Pete doesn't fall into anymore. that category. No. Uh, Gail says, "Where the chips? Where the chips live?" In Cat's house yesterday, they were not. Gail, no, they were not. I made myself no. lunch. Uh, I had to ask where the chips were because they weren't where they were supposed to be. Anyways, Dana says, "Turkeys flying is bizarre. They are not graceful at all. They're not. They look like they're not going to make it. Like they start off, and you're like, oh, uh, oh." <laughs> And well, then they like it, they the angle is is terrible. Like they, the whole weight balance. They're is like off trying and... to go, and they're like, "You're not. They're not going to make it up to the tree." And then like they just <laughs> they like you know flop on up there, and they finally make it to the tree. Like, I was oh. surprised to see them up in the tree. I I didn't like you. I was like, I'm, it was used, it was a weird sight. I'm used to seeing them on the ground. Diane says they do fly, but not very high or far. They roost in treetops. Now, what okay. is roost? Uh, hang out, sleep. I don't know. Yeah, do they sleep up there? I don't, I don't know. Man, if they, if they fall. Diane says, used to have a bad turkey problem in my neighborhood. They can be vicious, so I would scare them off with my red rider. It didn't hurt them, I promise. What is this, a <laughs> Christmas story? Um, isn't that, isn't that the, what he wanted? Uh, right, he, it was a red rider. Red rider right? BB gun, wasn't yeah, it? something like Shoot that. Shoot your eye out. Yeah. I, I remember those turkeys. Those were the ones by the high school. Oh, okay. They just, they don't care. They just do what they want. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Justin said, it's therapeutic to be on your phone. And he put the, the toilet emoji. It is. <laughs> Plus, I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, just, yeah, you, you right. just sit there and stare at the wall? Pretty much. No, yeah. you need to rot your brain as much as you can, people. Okay. At every hour of the... Don't take my advice. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Does homeschooling actually work? Well, it does if you talk to one family. The San Jose, California parents of 10 children who all started college before the age of 13... Admit that their kids are not geniuses. They just have an efficient regimen for academic success. The 53-year-old high school sweethearts homeschooled all of their children from the same curriculum instead of sending the kids to traditional schools. They knew that they were on the right track after getting each of their first three children through high school by the time they all turned 11. Their oldest child, Hannah, went on to earn a bachelor's degree in mathematics at the age of 17 from Auburn University. Last year, their youngest child, Thunder, who was 11, passed his entrance exams to college. The siblings, now if you're wondering, well, yeah, but what do they, what do, they do for it? The siblings who have already graduated from college have gone on to become doctors, architects, spacecraft designers, and lawyers. Eight of the brothers and sisters have already graduated by either the age of 15 or 16 from college and all went to college before they were 13. The couple's 20-year-old son became Alabama's youngest lawyer at the age of 19 after getting his law degree and passing his professional exams during the pandemic. The mother said it's just about parents dedicating the time to get it done and prioritizing their children's education above all else. The couple recently uh, released their own book. It's entitled The Brainy Bunch, detailing their methods and techniques, which has brought their children so much success. See, if there's one thing this says to me is that there's too much BS in the school system. Like, that's, that's they, they got the job point. done. That kid got the job done at the age of 11. Now, I'm not saying that's true for everyone. Right. But that tells me that we're that we're, we're in school for way too long. We're, we're not we're not efficient when it comes to schooling yeah that's that's what that tells me probably but you know i've heard there's there's like a lot of uh successful people that have gotten homeschooled Hmm. yeah just kind of shows it 
a lot of different paths to uh, success. Yeah, and and the people that have the image of homeschool being, you know, yeah, secondary, sub, subpar, subpar, yeah. right? I don't it's know. Not, it's not always true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you might want to be careful with those AirPods. A woman named Carly Bilmer is going viral for a series of TikTok posts in which she claims she accidentally mistook her Apple AirPod for ibuprofen, swallowed it whole, and ultimately pooped it out. But not before the device blasted a voice memo from inside her stomach. I, I don't. Delmer is a podcaster and licensed esthetician from Boston. She's better known to her over 3,000 followers as at I am Carly B. She explained in a video, I was crawling into bed and I had an ibuprofen 800 in one hand and my F and AirPod left earbud in the other. I then realized that it wasn't the ibuprofen that I took. <laughs> I tried throwing up, but it wouldn't come out. And I started losing my mind. As for why she wanted to share this mishap online, she said, I'm not the first to do this and I definitely won't be the last. No, no, no. You probably will be the last. In a follow-up post, she assured followers that an x-ray examination confirmed that the AirPod had exited her stomach. An x-ray showed that I passed it. I had a feeling that I passed it. I did not retrieve it, but I know it's passed. No, no, please do never. Even if you saw it, don't retrieve it. She says, I know that it was in my stomach and no longer is, but before she passed it... Belmer sent her friend a voice memo that the AirPod, which apparently was still connected to her iPhone, audibly transmitted from inside her belly. She shared her tummy audio, which unfortunately I don't have, in a third post, writing in video in the uh, closed captions. It's comical now, but it was very scary at the time. I just don't understand you got your pill in this Maybe hand, the size, I'm trying to picture, like, an ibuprofen 800 must be kind of big. I think I've had ibuprofen, I had ibuprofen 600 after I got my wisdom teeth out. Okay. And that that was like. That was a good size? Kinda, no, 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 not that big. It was kind of big, though. Right. So the 800, a little bit bigger. Maybe. I don't think it's the size of an AirPod. But my, my issue is, when you put it, I don't, I don't blame her for accidentally putting the wrong one in her mouth. We all kind of have it stupid moments sometimes. yeah. yeah. But when it was in your mouth, you I mean, I don't have my AirPods on me, but like it's a pretty it's, weird shape. It, yeah, right. It's not the shape of a pill. How was it in your mouth and you were like, Yep, this is good to swallow. Let me swallow. <laughs> I I don't I don't get that. Also, that that whole you were like, I'm sorry I don't have the, the voice memo. Who wants that? That's like nat you know when like you're hungry and your stomach's making all those notes, like it sounds disgusting. How many times my, my stomach growls in church sometimes and I feel horrible. It, you like, say everybody having, can hear it. I don't know if it's like a genetic thing. My stomach growls like really loud when I'm hungry and yeah. it would always happen in class, like in school. And like, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like it's nothing you can control necessarily because you can't always eat. Right. You know, at at right. certain places. But yeah, I don't. Is it a genetic thing? I don't know. Maybe. Why do our stomachs growl so loud? It's a Bradley thing. I guess. Yeah. Time for a, uh, well, it seems like a weekly uh, feature on the show here. Am I the a-hole? Bride-to-be, a bride-to-be is slamming her ex uh, is slamming her in-laws because she wants them to change their wedding date. Here's what's happening. This bride-to-be is demanding that her future brother-in-law change his wedding date. She went on Reddit's Am I the a-hole and shared her story. 
She and her husband-to-be got engaged two months before her fiancé's brother did. When she discovered that her future brother-in-law's wedding date was closer to hers than she thought, she asked him to push it back. The woman says, my fiancé proposed back in August. Not even two months later, his younger brother decided to propose to his girlfriend. We had made the assumption that because my future sister-in-law is still in school and my future brother-in-law had just graduated college, they would have their wedding later down the road. My fiancé and I put our deposit down for our wedding venue. Then we got a call from his brother the day after we booked our venue. His brother told my fiancé that he is planning to book a tropical destination wedding less than three months before our wedding. She felt like her future brother-in-law's wedding date was too close to hers. She said, my fiancé kindly told his brother to reconsider because it's not even three months before our wedding and we already put down the deposit. This is where my future brother-in-law said they don't want to change their date because they've been dating actually longer than us. I gave an ultimatum and said, if they go through with setting their wedding less than three months before ours, then I will not be going. My fiance said, that's pretty effed up that I wouldn't go to their wedding since I'm marrying into the family. Personally, with planning my own wedding, I feel that I'm not financially stable to go to a destination wedding less than three months before my own. People think the bride-to-be, people don't think the bride-to-be had any right to be upset. One person said, you don't get a say in this. I love it. I, I love how she took to the internet. You know, we talk about this often. Right. Big life problems. You're like, what should I do? What should I do? I should go to the internet. And I love how the internet clapped back and was like, nope, you're actually wrong. Another said, I don't understand the big deal here. You get one day, not months on either side. Yeah. You know, like you get your day. You There's no buffer. Yeah. 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 First of all, they announced, they announced their wedding. And then what was it? A couple of months later, the brother announces his wedding. Like, shouldn't you let your brother have his wedding first? Be, I, like, are you stealing their thunder? Hmm. I don't know. It said the, the brother's proposal was after it, right? Right. Right. So, so I don't, I don't think necessarily. Wait, who announced first? The, the person that wrote this, right? Right. Yeah. She so and I, her fiance announced first. And then, yeah, uh, a few months later, he announced that they were engaged. It. Yeah. I, no, and I they're going to get married before the first couple. I don't really hate that, I guess. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the only thing I'll agree with her on is how she said uh, she might not be able to afford a destination wedding. Yeah. And if that's the case, if you can't go, you know, that makes sense if it's a financial thing. But but she's marrying into the family. Yeah, but if she can't afford it, you yeah. can't be mad at someone for not being able to afford it, especially with a wedding coming up. It's an expensive thing, you know? That's Depending true. on how that's being, uh, you know, spent, covered. Right. But I don't know. I just, I love it how she was like, the internet's got my back. <laughs> and the internet was like, no, uh, no, 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 we don't, we don't actually. No. You're you wrong. Re you really don't have a say in yeah, this. I, so. I, I do love that. Gail said the bride is ridiculous and her fiance should get out of Dodge while he can. <laughs> just for, I mean, for one, for even thinking this, you know, you, you lost, you know, you're, right. no, you're kind of a psycho. But to, the fact to go to the internet so confidently. 
truth too is like but does anyone else feel that the the this is the brother that announced his winning second i just feel like he's he's kind of stealing the thunder away from his older brother maybe but i don't i don't really think this is like i don't i don't really think you can do anything about it you know yeah like maybe he did but you can't not go because you're salty about it. Right. Also, it's not, it's three months, you know? Yeah, it's not like it's a week, the weekend before, you know? Yeah. It's three, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So even if he did, it's like, I don't know. You yeah. can't get this upset. You, you okay. Know? This is the kind of thing you probably say to your fiance. You're like, man, this is kind of messed up, right? But yeah, I, you amongst yourselves. Yeah, you don't go to the yeah. internet and you don't, you definitely don't. Don't cause family drama over this. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, I feel like. All right. I don't know. Unless she, he or she, who, I don't know who wrote the article, but unless they, they had like this this personal thing, they were like, I want to get married first. It kind of sounds like she does, doesn't it? But why does it, why does it matter? You know? Yeah. It really doesn't. I don't know. Any other thoughts on this? Before? Justin said, I agree with you, Pete. That the brother was. The brother's trying to steal the thunder. Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know. I, I guess I can kind of see that, but. I, it still doesn't justify this, right. I feel like. Uh, Diane said, probably a lot of other people in the family can't really afford a destination wedding either. And if they have to travel to where the original couple is to be married, could be very expensive. That's true. Mm. That's true. So maybe less people could go to the second wedding. I don't know. The problem is, I don't really know how you would like sort that out. Yeah. Like, even the, if the brother was like, yeah, okay, I'll push it back. And then people can't go to his wedding. It's right. like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Abby said she's the a-hole and the brother-in-law wasn't cool either. Yeah, no, that's a good assessment. I think that's the winner. Okay. She's the, am I the a-hole? Yes, Yes, you are. But the brother isn't cool. Yeah. Yeah. Should have waited. That's the the verdict. That's our verdict. From two people that don't matter. There you go. Nice. Time for today's fascinating facts. Speaking of weddings, the longest wedding veil was longer than 63 football fields. A woman in Cyprus set the Guinness World Record for the longest wedding veil, nearly 23,000 feet, which is the length of 63.5 football fields. Why? That was my question. I just want to know why. It had to be one of those situations where you did it. Like they, like they thought of the idea. They were like, "This is gonna, we're gonna break a record. We're gonna break a record. It's gonna think it's gonna about the, think about the, the, like the helicopter shot." How of, many? Of the whole thing. Yeah. And then you, like, she put it on and she was like, this was a mistake. And how many people had to roll it up? That's true. You know? Yeah. I mean. How long? The wedding must have been like six hours and five of those <laughs> hours was just her walking in. You know? Because don't I, I remember just, just, in, I don't know if it was one of the, you know, your sister or whatever, but don't, don't the veils kind of like hook onto the back of the dress so that she can dance and do stuff? Or maybe they come off, but... I don't know. For it to be 23,000 feet long... I mean, I'm going to assume that after the walking in portion, they took it off. They took it off. That's right. There was probably yeah. a smaller one. But I don't... I just don't... She had to go to the chiropractor the next day, right? <laughs> Dragging that behind <laughs> you like... <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, we asked about any Thanksgiving traditions you have besides the meal. And uh, we got some response on Facebook. Mark said Thanksgiving night is for watching Christmas Vacation. Mm. That'd be a good way to wrap up the night. Yep. Margaret said adults eating at the big people table in the dining room, children eating at the kids table in the kitchen. Ah, yes, I miss those years. I do. Do you? 
Just getting what? getting rid of us. Thanks, man. No, no, I miss. I You're miss, like, damn. I actually have to eat and converse with them this year. Damn it. No, I miss having the big gathering. Yeah. So that we have two tables going. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Bernadette said, "Thanksgiving night playing Scrabble." Ooh. They wrap up Thanksgiving by playing Scrabble. I think that might have to be a tradition this year. And Carol said, "The parade." Yes. And I need to watch until I see old Santa take his last turn. That's when my lights go on. Mm. All right. Today's random question, what is an artist that you will listen to at Christmas time that you never listen to at any other time of the year? I, I got a whole list here. Uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, although sometimes I'd pull up some Frank. But, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra's uh, Christmas music. Mm-hmm. What do we have in the chats? Let's see. Justin said Mariah Carey, which is a solid one. I feel like a lot of people don't listen to any. They don't listen to Mariah any other time? Probably not. Yeah, uh, and what's funny is it's like it's just that one song. All I want for Christmas, you know. It's, I actually, I think she had another song that's like kind of what was it? What I don't know. She had another another Christmas song that's is like kind of good, huh? But nowhere near the other one. I, I know. I can't think of it. I wanted I, to say Santa Baby, but no, it's something. Madonna. Else. Madonna had that. I mean, the, the you do know. Should someone tell him? What? Should someone tell him? More than one artist. No, but I mean, I, I don't think I've really heard Mariah Carey's oh, version. I'll have to look much. it up. I'll get back yeah. to you. I'll get I back do to know you. when I when I worked at uh, Easy ninety nine point one down in Plymouth uh, that we they do play a lot of Mariah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, I forgot she did this song. You know, uh, Emily says Michael Bublé, which is true for everyone except Doug Braley. <laughs> uh, Doug Doug will listen to everything. Michael year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Gail said the chipmunks. Yes. That's true. They're on my list. Yeah. I, I don't, well, no, the chip, well, I don't know. The chipmunks have other songs like from the movies, but like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody really no. cares about that stuff. No. Uh, Abby said Charles Brown. Charles Brown? Charles Brown. As Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown? I don't know. Does Charlie Brown have? Is Charles Does, Brown a singer? I don't know. I don't know him. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's the case. Uh, Cass says Michael Bublé and Pentatonix. Yeah, I was gonna say Pentatonix, uh, and then I was like, oh, uh, Straight No Chaser, and then I was like, oh, uh, pretty much any acapella group. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, no offense to them, I love acapella, mm-hmm. but it's mainly at Christmas. Yes, yeah, pretty much no other time. Also, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. And how many? I, d- I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't really bump those guys in May. No. Yeah. No, no you don't. No. No. But uh, Pentatonix. Someone was commenting the other day about. I mean, they they have. More than one, they probably have like four or five Christmas albums because they they're they're what they did was they knew that they were Christmas artists, you know, like mm. people want them at Christmas time. They were like, we're going to give people what they want at Christmas time. Okay. Not to say that they can't put out other music and no, they do, but and they do, yep. but they do know that that uh, Christmas time is their their time to shine. Gary says the Chipmunks as well. Uh, let's see. I don't really listen to Elvis any other time. You know, like Blue, Blue Christmas. I listen True. to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Abby says, please come home for Christmas for Charles Brown. Hmm. I think. I think that's what she was saying. Okay. She also says Liz loves pentatonics. Year round, though, is my question. Because I'm trying to think. Off the top of my head, I can't name any pentatonics original music. Original? No. 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 They're always doing. But I think at different times of the year, I have shared... Uh, Pentatonics doing like another, yeah, you know, like a a generic song, a cover say. song, yeah, yeah, can go any time of year. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I th- I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I can. I've, everyone kind of nailed the the top ones I was thinking of, but yeah, 
Do you have any more? I actually have the Partridge Family on my list because uh, I had the Partridge Family Christmas album. Abby said up here, Partridge is a horrible too. Like from when we were talking about turkeys. What's that? Partridge. When we were talking about turkeys. Yes. And, you know, tur- uh, turkeys being evil. Ah. She said Partridge is a horrible too. Wow. I never, didn't know never that. seen a Partridge. I don't even know, know what that. it looks like. Is it a giant bird as well? <laughs> and is it in a pear tree? Like there's a partridge in a pear tree? It's mm. part of the song? Uh, Abby said, it's the song that plays in any sad moment in a Christmas movie. Please come <laughs> home for Christmas. We'll have to look it up. It's it's definitely going to be an I know ah, that song. Okay. I know that song, but I know it by the Eagles. Oh, okay. Well, And it, and it is a real bluesy should song. We, should we tell them, guys, yeah. that more than one artist can record any Christmas song? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that. I mean, how many times do you think... Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas has been sung. Oh, you're right. Yeah. A couple. What's your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song? Mm-hmm. Oof. I'm a big fan of Mary Did You Know. Yes, that is good. A lot of good versions of yep. that song. Yeah. That that became popular, I think, just in the past few years, right? Oh, Holy Night slaps. Oh, yeah. 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 That one. That one Especially yeah, so like, good. Like Carrie Underwood doing that song or something? Probably like trying to chew a door. I don't even think you can chew a door, man. What are you doing? You have to go out that mad? He doesn't, though. No. What is my favorite? See, I don't know. I have so many favorites. I mean, uh, Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Mm. Um, Jingle Bells by Frank Sinatra. Uh, I do love, as you said, uh, Mary, Do You Know? Dana Uh, says, Partridge is a small game bird. Little bigger than a dove. Yeah, I don't think that that big. Yeah, Abby says yes. It's like a giant pigeon, a crossover <laughs> of pigeon and turkey. Disgusting. I strongly dislike birds. Uh, and uh, Diane says, "Listen to Elvis' song on a snowy Christmas night. It's beautiful." That was yeah. Diane mentioned that in the comments, and I have not heard that song. I'll we'll have, have to, to look, look it that up. up. I mean, yeah. we got time. I also like what do we? We listen to uh, Amy Grant is a big fan of your mom's her Christmas songs. Well. I mean, I'm not saying that Trish isn't a legend. My name's not Trish. But Trish is a fan of her. She's not a fan of Trish. She might be. Oh, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak for her. Did I say that wrong? I'm sorry. I mean, she could be a fan of Trish, though. Trish yep. has many fans, so yep. that could yep. definitely be true. Could be. Yeah. Could be. So, yeah. Let us know if you think of any other uh, Christmas artists that you listen to, but you don't listen to them at any other time of the year. All right. Uh, just a couple of Hollywood headlines before we wrap up. The executive producer of The Simpsons has plans for the last episode of the show. Al Jean envision, envisions the family going to a Christmas pageant they attended in the very first episode. He said, I just thought that the beautiful thing about that would be that the whole show would never have an end. It would be a loop and it would you'd never go. Gene added the uh, animators never want their characters to age or grow, so he felt that sending the Simpsons uh, background on a loop would be the perfect end to the show. He added, fortunately, we are not tasked with coming up with an ending anytime soon. Nobody's going, let's wrap it. No one's saying, you know, they're, they're all saying, we'll see. There's no plans for a final episode. See, it really bugs me, though, that he came out and said that. Why? Why show your cards? Like, he just oh. told us how he wants it to end. Okay. So now when the end gets here, what if it's not as satisfying? No surprise. Because yeah. it's like, oh, we knew that three years ago. Martin Scorsese and Jonah Hill are reuniting for a musical biopic about the Grateful Dead. When I first heard this, I thought, Jonah Hill, how would that work? Do you have the uh, picture? Yeah. I think it could work. 
On the right is Jerry Garcia of the uh, Grateful Dead. On the left is Jonah Hill. I think he could pull it off. I think so. Yeah. Scorsese will direct the project and Hill will star as Jerry Garcia. The movie is being developed at Apple. Scorsese and Hill previously worked together on 2013's The Wolf of Wall Street. And a movie based on David Bowie is in the works. Director Brett Morgan is finalizing the top-secret Bowie project based on thousands of hours of rare performance footage of the legendary singer. Morgan has been working on the project for the last four years. All right, that'll just about do it for today. One last thing. Abby says, can Logan and Audrey get a shout-out? Shout-out to Logan and Audrey. Hello, Logan and Audrey. What's up? Hello. No problem. And that's it. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving break. We're going to be off for a few days. So we hope you have a very nice Thanksgiving and hopefully you get to spend it with the people you love or at least if you can contact them, FaceTime them, do something like that. Uh, Don't forget, we do have merch available. The link is in the description down below. Hopefully we started your day off on a good note because that is always our goal here. If you enjoy what we do, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We are live weekdays here on YouTube, but also available on your favorite podcast apps. So be sure to check that out. And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, birthdays, or anniversaries. Just uh, call 774. Hello. Charlie wants you to leave a voicemail. 473-9910. Charles. You have to call first before you leave the voicemail. Charlie. Charlie. Aren't you, aren't you just chill for like a minute? We leave you with our thought for the day. And our... Charlie, Charlie's not, he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear the thought for the day. No motivation for you? He's not feeling thoughtful today, I guess. Our thought today is... (laughs) He's literally, I wish you guys could see him, because he looks, Charlie, he looks at us right now, and then the second he will go to the thought for the day... Then I start talking. He will bark. Yeah. Let's see if it happens again. Our thought for the day today, people lose their way when they lose their why. All right. No matter what, go out and make it a great day. Peace.